outdoors take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Let's go back to that Monday night game because the Giants, uh, it looks like their guy, Sterling Shepard, blew his knee out late in that game. The left knee, non-contact. It happened in the waning moments of that giant loss to Dallas and he got cleared to practice late in the summer remember he tore his left Achilles last December he was leading the Giants with 154 receiving yards through three games and he also played the most snaps of all their receivers Dable said it's tough a tough sport guys work their butts off to get back from injuries this is something if he's out for the whole season which they're going to find out, obviously, is you hurt for those guys because you watch them in the rehab room, you watch them in the offseason. It's just a shame. He'd been, like, carrying the load for the G-men this year. They gave him last Wednesday off. It happened on their final offensive play in the Monday nighter in East Rutherford at the Snoopy when Shepard was jogging near the right sideline. He limped onto a cart. Players, both teams were over there giving him love. And bottom line is, one of the receivers, Darius Slayton, said, it's tough. I'm not even going to lie. It's hard to not get choked up about it. He's been here since the first day I got drafted. He's done a lot for me as a young guy. And then seeing him coming off an Achilles last year in rehab all year and how hard he fought to get back out there, it's definitely hard to see and the game, it turns out, like when it happened, they got a like interception, the Cowboys, that iced it. And it didn't even matter. He was on the ground in agony. Saquon Barkley said it's hard. He's one of his best friends. I would say I'm one of uh, the biggest competitors. But when I saw Shep was down, I was like, what the heck is happening here? Obviously, I realized it was a pick. But in that moment, you see him on the ground. I didn't even want to walk over there. I dropped said a quick prayer, and, you know, it's tough. Uh, He's been through a lot of injuries recently. It's tough to come back and battle the way he has from an Achilles. And to go down on a play like that, it's a tough way to end the game. Obviously, the Giants lost, and it was the first time they lost this season. And it's 10 times in 11 tries against the Cowboys. Shepard had been around for a lot of those losses he's the longest tenured Giants player they drafted him out of Oklahoma in 2016 Daniel Jones said I hate to see that for him no one deserves that but especially not him he works his tail off and means a ton for this team for all of us
This is four straight years. He's missed at least four games because of injuries. He's dealt with an Achilles, a quad, a hammy, a toe, concussions. You name it, he's had it. And now he has the knee. In his career, 362 catches, 4,038 yards, 22 touchdowns. He's been great for the G-men when he plays. Obviously, I felt bad for the guy on Monday night, but I didn't feel bad for the Giants because I had Dallas to win outright at even money and on the spread plus one at minus a buck ten. Shake it Speaking of injuries, Mac Jones is dealing with a severe high ankle sprain. A lot of guys would have to have surgery for it. He's going to miss multiple games and weeks. And the Pats are discussing what they should do with this. He suffered the injury on Sunday in the home loss at Gillette to the Ravens. He wouldn't really talk about it this week when he was on a a presser with the media. He said several times, day to day, day to day, nine times he said it. Jones added, I'm just going to take it day by day, get my treatment and do what I do. Just see how I feel. If you have any more questions of those types, talk to Coach Belichick. I think he likes those questions. Jones obviously laughed when he delivered that line about Belichick because, you know, Coach Belichick, he doesn't want to talk about injuries with reporters ever. The Pats go to the Packers at Lambeau on Sunday. I mean, they're going to go with Hoyer, obviously. Jones said a lot of times you don't really know exactly what happens. You just have to get your treatment and hopefully you feel better the next day and you grow from there. I'm just waiting on the time here, just kind of letting it play out, see how I feel. Honestly, I'm just trying to make it through each day and get my rehab going. So, like I said, now it's Hoyer, and then behind him is Bailey Zappi, who was a badass at Western Kentucky. He's the new backup. Hoyer has lost 11 consecutive starts from 2016 to 2020. Uh, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. The Pack have won 14 straight at home. That's also the longest active streak in the NFL. You know, I was thinking about the Cowboys, and they go back to Jerry's world to face the Washington Commanders this Sunday. But look where they are. They're 2-1, and and they're right behind Philadelphia. Of course, the Eagles are already... Uh, crown champs. Everybody's got them uh, winning the NFC and going to the Super Bowl because they're 3-0. and Like, they're not going to have any bumps in the road. Like, it's going to be a piece of cake, a walk in the park. But Dallas, when Dak went down, everybody said they were toast, finished, season over, not making the playoffs, etc., etc. But Dallas is right there. They beat the Bengals, and then they beat the Giants. They look good. Cooper Rush looks good. Think about this. In the first half of that game, CeeDee Lamb dropped a wide-open bomb that would have been a touchdown uh, right in his hands. He dropped it. It was, like, unbelievable. I was sitting there watching it going, like, is he doing that on purpose? Is this game fixed? But then the star made up for it when the game was on the line. He made a huge one-handed TD grab with eight and a half minutes to go. And that was, like, the go-ahead winner, and it gave the boys the win over the Giants. And Cooper Rush said, he's CeeDee Lamb. I mean, 
Bottom line, guys open a lot, makes big-time catches. That fade catch was unreal. I'm sure he wants that other one back, but made tons of other plays for us. That's the usual with him. They were down seven, but Zeke had a a one-yard run to ignite the comeback, and Brett Maher kicked three field goals as the boys – just owned the Giants over the last several years, rushed through for 210 yards, including the one-yarder to Lamb. He's won two straight now, filling in for Dak, and Dak's getting better by the day. Lamb had eight catches for 87 yards on Monday night. He said, it was a situation I had to deal with on my own. Obviously, I'm the one that dropped the ball for the guy. So knowing that I had to make this up in the back end of the game, I just wanted to step up. And boy, did he ever. He made three huge plays at the end of the drive. He caught a four-yard pass on fourth and four from the Giants 41 with 10 and a half to go. Then he had a 26-yard catch down to the one and followed that with the great grab on the fade for the 2013 Cowboy lead. The Giants had a chance Monday night to get back in that game and tie it, but that all ended when Trayvon Diggs had a pick and it was goodnight Irene. The Cowboys outgained the Giants in that game Monday, 391 to 336. Dallas had 176 yards on the ground. Tony Pollard is a badass. He had 105 yards, and even the Giants had 167 yards rushing. They threw for 196, your boy Danny Dimes. That defense is no joke for the Cowboys. You can say whatever you want about them. They're a good football team. They sacked Jones five times. Lawrence had three of those. I got to tell you, I'm impressed with them uh, that they've survived the DAC injury and they're sitting right where they want to be in a cushy spot in the East. They've already proven they can beat the Giants. The commanders look awful, so it's really going to boil down to Philly and Dallas the rest of the way, and we'll see what happens. Philly's won three in a row. Dallas has won two in a row. You look at those other divisions. Minnesota got lucky when they beat the Lions with the big fourth quarter on Sunday. So it's the Vikes, Packers, and Bears all two and one in the north. And the Packers have won a couple games in a row. In the south, the Bucks are still in first despite the loss to the Packers. They're two and one. And then it's the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all one and two. And, of course, the Saints have dropped two in a row. In the West, the Rams have won two straight. They're on top of the division. The Niners, Seahawks, and Cardinals are all one and two. So when you look at the AFC, it's that Dolphins 3-0, three-game run that they're on that's impressive. They beat the Bills at Hard Rock. The Jets came back down to earth after upsetting the Browns in Cleveland in the final two minutes. And then the Bengals smacked them at Snoopy and East Rutherford. And the Pats have injuries and problems. And the Ravens rubbed them out the other day. So uh, you look at that division. It's the Dolphins right now. And everybody else wishes they were them. In the North, the Browns and Ravens are tied. And they both are coming off wins. The Steelers and Bengals are both one and two. Pittsburgh lost in Cleveland. Now they'll play the Jets in the Steel City on the second. Uh, When you look at the South, you got the Jaguars stunning everyone. They've won two straight. And they have just destroyed teams. They're 84 points scored. 
They've given up 38. Their defense is legit and for real. And people that don't respect them are going to get roasted like they did. Even myself betting on the Chargers on that game that the Jags wiped them out in L.A. The Colts are 1-1-1. One, one, one. Believe it or not, they're in second. Then it's the one and two Titans, and the Texans have lost two straight. They're at the bottom of the barrel. In the West, it's the Chiefs and Broncos on top, and Denver, although ugly, has won two in a row. Chiefs and Broncos tied, then Chargers one and two, Vegas 0-3. I got a feeling the Raiders will get it straight after losing their first three. I think they'll get a win in Sin City at Allegiant on Sunday against the said Broncos. take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways your dedicated fidelity advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened visit fidelity.com wealth investment minimum supply fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 